You're listening to Poolside Podcast. This is episode 109, and I'm your host, Rachel Anthony. I'm super excited to share this episode today. It is a replay of an Instagram Live that I did with Maria Jose yesterday, um, which was June 4th, um, on Instagram, obviously. And I wanted to be able to spread the conversation wider than just what happened on Instagram Live. It is now on Maria's IGTV if you're interested in watching the conversation, but I wanted to provide it in another form in case you don't have the time to watch an hour-long video, um, but have the time when you are driving to listen to it because I think it's a very important conversation and I want as many people to be able to listen to it as possible. So Maria is a Calgarian content creator and blogger under the handle A Glimpse of Maria. She has beautifully curated high fashion looks and shares fashion inspiration, travel guides, and wellness tips. In this episode, we are talking about Black Lives Matter and how it has impacted us in our lives, obviously with different experiences. Maria is a Black influencer and um, I am white. And so I think that is a great conversation also to have because we've had different experiences and different perspectives. And that really is powerful in the discussion to hear from everybody because everyone's voice is important. And I think I wanted to help other people that are also white or not people of color so that we can feel more comfortable in how we can support this movement because I am trying my best to support it. But obviously I had questions for what is acceptable or what is respectful. And so Maria does a great job through her own social media all the time, um, especially during this week. But during this conversation, she explains how things have been for her and what is the most appropriate way for people to support this movement. Um, So we also talk about how we've decided to use our influence to spread information and how brands and businesses can move forward in a respectable and conscientious way. We talk about the conversations that we are having with PR companies. I talk about the conversations I'm having with my clients and how we are trying to decide what's appropriate to be posting. We do talk briefly about the black square that happened on blackout Tuesday. And if you posted or didn't post it's that is, it is already passed. Um, There's opinions on both sides, but it's now a conversation about what we're going to do now, now that you posted what, what's the plan. And so we talk about how important having values are and how we are going to make this a permanent change in the, especially in the social media landscape and the marketing and content creation landscape. We, like I said, we share our perspectives and very different experiences on how to use our platforms to stimulate change. And Maria touches upon how to reach out to black people or people of color in a respectable way. If you have questions or want to know how you can support, we talk about why education and awareness should be chosen over silence Um, We talk about marketing and PR etiquette in this time and moving forward. And we finish off with what influence means to us in 2020 because it has drastically evolved. And I think it's really important for people to think about that themselves. And whether you're an influencer or you're just using social media as a normal person, you probably have more than one follower. And so people are watching what you're saying and what you're posting. And I before we get into the the episode, I just want to touch upon posting intentionally. We do talk about it, but I I had reiterated this on my stories after the IG live was finished because I think it's really important that people are using their platforms, especially for this week, to really think about why they're posting and what they're posting and ignoring what is happening and and not taking into consideration the bigger world movement and posting about small problems that you have, posting about your white privilege, which is what the majority of the people that I've seen have been posting. Um, I think the posts that maybe your problems seem big, but I hope that this has brought light that the white privilege problems that you're having are most likely much, much smaller than what is happening um, for Black people all over the world and has been happening, obviously, for a very long time. And so to just just think about things before you post, be a little more intentional this week, especially, but moving forward about what you're, sh- what you're sharing and what you're saying. And I, I've already received backlash on my Instagram for 
taking that stance. But I think as an influencer and being able to use my platform to to share my opinions and my values, I people can obviously post whatever they want to post and whether or not you want to take into account what is happening in the world, that is totally up to you. And by all means, post, post your posts. But I just am asking people to take an extra second to think about what they're saying right now, um, especially in the next few days, that that it's the time to be educated and informed on what white privilege means and what social media should be used for and the evolution of what social media is being used for to spread education and information and to just take into consideration the people that are following you and the impact you want to have with your platform. And so I apologize for people who don't feel the same because I have had messages, people telling me that, but I stand by what I think about it so just just think about it think about your values that's all I'm asking for people who want to post on social media and with that long-winded explanation we will jump into this I apologize if the sound quality isn't ideal like I said it is a recording of the IG live and so that just prepare yourself for that should be okay but it might just not be as great as normal but it's a great conversation so it's worth any lack of sound quality. So let's get into it. This is Maria. How are you? I know you want to jump right in as always. <laughs> I feel like in this situation, you know, I just want to ask how you're doing. Totally. Yeah. No, it's um, it's such an interesting question, I think, to start off with because, yeah, I mean, this is the basis of what this conversation is that I feel like I can't even relate to what you're dealing with on social media, but it's making my brain want to explode. So I can't even yeah. imagine what you're social media experiences like let, let alone like the rest of it it's it's yeah. very overwhelming so it's yeah. it's been a very overwhelming like few days and dealing with what we're going to talk about with all the client stuff and the messages and and people like getting mad at other people for what they're posting and just yes so but I mean I'm glad we're here to talk about it how are you doing how are you um, feeling well you know what I think you hit the the nail on the head overwhelming really describes of how I've been feeling for the past couple of days. It's just been a little crazy. I mean, I have more eyes on me than I have ever had in the past. And it's um, a responsibility that I don't take lightly, you know, so trying to juggle that professionally, and also acknowledging my feelings like as a black woman in the community and everything that's happening um it's just been a little crazy but I think what's getting me through is like throwing myself into the work and coming from a place of service I'm not really thinking about myself right now I think once things start shifting a little bit and we're like entering more into our respective niches um, I think I'll have a little bit of time to process everything. But right now, I'm just trying to be the resource and the support that I know, like, my audience needs right now. Right. So, and that's so much pressure, which you didn't, it's not like you knew it was coming. There was no preparation. You just woke up and it was like, this is, it's up to you. It's basically what yeah. people are saying for how we're all supposed to deal with it, which is insane that that weight is, like, now on you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not just on me, like every single black yes. blogger is going, even, even yes. white bloggers and every other race, like everybody's going through these motions of trying to navigate the space. And um, I think today's topic is, is super important and I'm happy that, you know, we're talking about it. Totally. And I think now more than ever, especially since like it's during COVID, which 
I mean, is a whole other thing in itself that people are yes. already dealing with, like how they're seeing the world and what their values and priorities are, that this is like, we're at this level and now like we're leveling up again and you have to like even rethink what those values were and that those priorities were. Um, so it's a very, it's an interesting, it's amazing. I think, I mean, obviously the way it happened, this isn't the way anybody wanted this to come to the forefront, but I think yeah. what comes out of it um, is going to be great. I just saw a statistic that this is like the, the biggest civil rights movement in history or something. Yes. Um, I, yes. I don't, did you share that? I was like, I don't even know where I just saw that. But. Um, I don't think I shared that. I definitely saw it on someone's account. There's so yes. much information totally. <laughs> from everybody, uh, which is great. But it was basically that all 50 states are joined together against white, white supremacy, which is that's never happened. When have all 50 states ever agreed on anything? Right. Yeah, that's crazy. And so, awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. And Canada is joining in and I saw protests from Paris and the rest of the world, Tokyo. I have uh, Korean uh, friends as well that are sending me and, and sharing things with me. So it's great that really it's a world issue and totally. it's being treated as, as such you know yeah and I think with the help of obviously the internet now that they didn't have before that it helps spread so that everyone can feel connected because whether or not like I'm yeah. sure back when Martin Luther King was trying to do it like I'm sure there would have been more like worldly support if people knew that that was what was happening so I think right. um, social media as we're going to talk about is a very powerful tool and it's definitely helped mm -hmm. with the the connection, the global connection for this. Yeah, 100%. I always had that stance. I know social media has a, a bad rep, really, um, for causing a lot of insecurity and self-doubt. And, you know, posts are more, aspir not aspirational, but almost unattainable. And now I think we're dismantling that image and we're really posting about things that matter, like this generation is the one to push forward to push things forward we're seeing it with you know all aspects with um like renewable energy and politics and everything that's happening like we are at the forefront of that and we have to remain strong and united um in in black lives matter as well totally and i love that it's it's translated into real life too with the protests so everything is happening online but it's also then connecting mm -hmm. people in real life, which is a little tricky because of this whole COVID thing. So I think that is an interesting take on it as well. But it's it's yeah. good to see that it's spread past just the posts for a lot of people. Exactly, exactly. Okay, as you would say, let's dive right in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first thing on the agenda is how to use your platform to stimulate change. So um, I know you've been active. I, uh, I think your static posts are maybe not as active at the moment, right? Am I right to say that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I know you've been super, super uh, active in sharing your um, um, stories and uh, spreading information and resources on how to donate and how to help. So do you want to just talk about your experience and then I'll kind of dive into mine? Totally. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not posting on my feed because the being on mute thing to give space for the voices that like yours and the resources that we need. Um, that was the decision that I made when that came out on Monday uh, before the blackout square thing happened. Um, so that was the choice to not post like the mountain photos and like these photos that I was going to be posting that seem really irrelevant right now. And so yeah. I've stuck with not doing that um, just to have that space. And so, um, and just, I'm sure everybody has had their own, not really knowing what they're supposed to be posting. And mm -hmm. um, I think that was a way for me to be like, okay, this is where I stand with it. Um, but I don't want to make it about me, which is what the whole point of it was. And so I'm using my stories because I know people are still watching. I think not saying anything. It is, like you said, it's the responsibility of everybody mm -hmm. um, to do what they can in their capacity to spread what they know and the information that they're gathering. So mm -hmm. I haven't done any like personal talking to the camera about it because again, I, I didn't want to make it about me. I don't need to relate my experience. I think like from people following me, it's pretty obvious 
what my life is like. And so I, I stuck with sharing the resources that I found helpful. Um, and I think that I've had lots of feedback that it's very helpful. Um, even though it seems like everyone's reposting the same things, everyone's following different people. And I have a lot of followers that maybe don't follow the same influencers that I'm following and they're more small and just follow their friends and family. And so I've had lots of feedback being like, these are great. Like, I'm glad that these resources are being shared. And so I'm trying to do my part in showing that I am watching the Netflix doc documentaries and I am like reading yeah. the posts before posting them Yeah. because I feel like, and not to make judgment on everybody, but it's easy to just reshare and just post without actually reading what's being written. Cause there's a lot of words. And so you have to like stop and read it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been my experience in how I'm using social media to help with this. And it's really just to show the support and share the resources and anything that I can that I think my followers aren't necessarily seeing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right in saying that the stories are getting very text heavy, which is totally understandable. I think um, in our industry, we're kind of used to packaging things in a really, really pretty way, very concisely and just like deliberate bite-sized information. And um, there's been a huge shift and that like people are actually interested in the substance of your post more so than the aesthetics right now. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I think you've been doing an amazing job. Like I'm learning things from your account and um, a lot of other, especially like actually Calgary influencers are being so supportive and respectful at this time. I actually just posted a thank you to um, all the other bloggers that are not, you know, actively just sharing or bombarding the space with black squares um, or posting their sponsored content because I understand that this is a business. Like posting means putting food on your table for many. You know, and the fact that people are being respectful and kind of putting their egos to the side and saying, hey, this is, you know, we need to dismantle the system. I'm going to sit back for a second and see what Black people have to say. Right. I really respect that. So. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah, I think people are doing a great job. So hopefully people can keep the momentum going. But what has been, what was your journey with, with what to post and how to post and I'm sure it was a much different experience than mine was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So I think at the start of it, I was so busy with other things unrelated to the um, Black Lives Matter movement. And then the big event happened, you know, the big shocker came and I saw what happened to George Floyd and I kind of really retracted from social media because I, I was just in shock, like pure, pure shock. And then I went online and I started seeing, you know, people getting called out for, for not saying something. And while I'm like, sorry, while I, I've just, I just kind of reflected no, okay. on that moment. Um, while I was in this, shock and like going through a traumatic experience I I got really angry I was like well okay I understand that I need to I have a responsibility to influence right now but I think as a black influencer maybe there needs to be a little bit of a slack and then I started reading more into it and like people are calling out for other people for being silent and complacent and I understood all that but the initial thing was like pressure right like what do I do what do I say and how do I act so the decision that I made is I tried to make my platform a space where people feel encouraged and and safe to share their experience because I think the most important thing right now is I understand being muted but i it, muted but listening right that's kind of like the tagline that's going around and um silence never fixed anything you know people looking the other way is what caused the problem anyway so i really just tried to be encouraging and, and patient with some people like my household is predominantly white 
you know? So I understand the hesitation of bringing the topic of race to the table. I get it. Um, and, and this is not my job to do, but I have made the decision to be patient and wait um, for people to either, you know, like approach me or guide some people to maybe start these conversations with their own families. And I have been very, very candid and open about some of the racial, um, you know, injustices that are ha that happen in my life and that I go through um, to try and bring some sort of awareness to the problem. Um, that has been met with an enormous amount of support. Like, um, I've never really had that like experience in a, a social media environment. Like I felt like a wave of people just really, really resonated with the message that I was trying to put out and, and that I was packaging in still a very pretty way. If you ask me, you know, that's, it's my voice. Um, and I'm not gonna mute it because I can't, you know, I'm not gonna right. change my artistry or how I, I, I express myself because I think in this particular situation is important for me to remain as authentic as I possibly can. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just been, I don't know, it's been good. It's been really, really positive. Obviously some days are tougher than others uh, some days I turn on the camera and I'm like, why the hell am I even trying? Like, honestly, like why, you know, because there's always that small percentage of people that will have something negative to say, but you have to, um, you have to work for the, for the people that matter, you know, like you don't want those followers anyway, the ones that are going to put you down or, and don't get me wrong. I completely I am open to different opinions. And I think my account more so than others has been a little bit like controversial and saying like, no, it's okay. Like give people time to speak up. It's fine. And I know that's not the popular um, voice right now or the popular opinion, uh, but just from a place of uh, black and white background that I come from, I, I, I can be a little bit more patient for myself, I think, in that matter. Um, anyway, that's kind of been <laughs> my experience. <laughs> I think you've done a good job with your account to make people like me, like white people who want to support but don't necessarily really know where to, how to do it. I think you've provided a platform that isn't intimidating to either ask you if like what we're posting is okay or to mm -hmm. take your lead in what you're posting. And so, um, I applaud you for creating that space because there are like accounts are doing great, but there's accounts that are more intimidating than others that yeah. I wouldn't, I'm like, I, maybe I don't even want to post because what if one of these people like sees what I post and you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm trying to do the best I can. And so having a yeah. place to feel like I can try the best that I can is, is important for everybody to support this movement. Yeah. A hundred percent. And not to dismiss, um, the accounts that are being more, you know, provocative and controversial and taking a stance, a hard stance on this, um, because we need to be respectful of the experiences, you know, these, like, these are things that we as black people have been going through our whole lives. We've been fighting this battle our whole lives. The only difference now is like, people are listening all of a sudden. Um, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of hurt, uh, a lot of insecurity, you know, that was built up like as, as kids, as being the only black person in the room. You know, I, I lived in a predominantly like white neighborhood for the, most of my life on, until I, I went to Africa. Um, and it's always feeling that isolation and loneliness, you know, so um, I completely, understand and commend the people that are fighting to the nail for this because yeah. it's important totally um yeah but like you said the the conversation in dms i i 
I could be putting out more content, but I feel like my efforts are really concentrating. I, I almost feel like a therapist. It's so weird. Like I'm having these like one-on-one -on -one conversations with people like, okay, I haven't spoken to my family um, of color for this many years. Like how do I approach them? What's the right thing to say? What's the wrong thing to say? Um, and the thing that I have always resort to is like, you can never sound insensitive if it's coming from your heart and it's genuine. It doesn't like the words will come to you, be honest, relate to the experience in the way that's respectful. Don't pretend like you understand this because you don't, um, make your intentions very clear, make your intentions clear in the way that I stand with you. And I've even been like, uh, suggesting that to like some of our blogger friends when they ask us okay like is this okay to post um don't be wishy-washy there's no there's no in between in this matter it's either you're pro-black life or you're against it right so make your intention super clear and then just be respectful and understanding and loving and most importantly loving because it, it, this is bringing up so much ptsd like I have talked to John about, you know, certain things that happen in my life. And I literally like start crying for no reason, like, well, for a reason, but I just like start bawling and shaking because this is so traumatic, you know, but anyway, that's, that's kind of been my experience. <laughs> right. And I, yeah. it's so important for us to hear that because I mean, we, we, we grew up differently and you don't, like as ignorant as it sounds and people don't want to admit it, you don't think about it, you know, it's, you just don't. And it's the same, like, I know I've had just from like the male female perspective where I tell Chris that I have to like walk through the parking lot with keys in my hands just in case. And he's like, I've, I've never thought about that. He's like, why would you get attacked in a parking lot? I'm like, you, it could happen. Like as a woman, like you're prepared. And so I know that that's not a direct comparison, but it's, it's something that if you don't think about it, you just, don't know what you don't know and so that's what I think this is really important for people to hear your stories and to hear um just to bring everything in perspective and and realize that white privilege is a real thing and mm -hmm. we need to do something about it and yeah. to, be able to talk about it and to our families and to like our future kids and so that this obviously changes so yeah don't even get me started on all the future kids thoughts that I, that I've been having because we're going to be here all day but totally. anyway let's, okay. let's try to get through our agenda yeah um, let's so talk about let's brands dive into the topic sorry I I am trying to hear you as best as I can but I have to keep keep you muted <laughs> so people can hear the echo but um the brands let's jump into brands right is it in ignorant and insensitive to post at this time, I, I want to hear your, your perspective. Okay, so I've had, I'll go from my experience of talking with my clients, because this has been obviously an ongoing uh, conversation that we've had in the last few days, like, should we be posting? What should we not be posting? Should we post the black square? Should we not post the black square? Like, what are we supposed to be doing? And um, again, I think this is the, oh, an awakening that all of the clients that I deal with are all white women. And so this is the conversation that we have to have with the help of accounts like yours to be like, okay, well, this is what we're reading and this is what we need to stay informed. And so how yeah. I have been explaining to my clients and what we've been doing, um, again, the black square, I'm sure is a full conversation that you have about it. Um, yeah. And I chose not to post it. And so, but my clients posted it because they felt they needed to do something, but a lot of them were, they were worried about taking a stance. And my opinion on how I felt about that was not a conversation that I wanted to get in an argument with them, but they chose to post a black square with all good intention. I explained to them that it's acceptable to post it or acceptable to not, but just know why you're posting it. And then yes. do, do your work in being educated and informed. I was like, I think that's, the, you post a square, you set it, but now you have to do the work. And that was how I was explaining it to my clients. And mm -hmm. I had one of my clients just emailed me and was like, hey, like, we have this new update. Can we post it? And I was like, no, this is not important right now. <laughs> we are not posting it. We can save it till Monday or whenever. Like, this is so irrelevant right now. Yeah. Um, especially coming from a white business of, like, was selling product. I was like, this is not 
important right now. Like you're going to yeah. be fine. And so I was very like black or white about it to be like, yes. you should be posting this. You can't be posting this. We'll regroup on Monday and kind of just like feel out the climate of social media. Yes. Um, so that is how I have handled it. And because I know the muting is again, another topic of opinion. Um, mm -hmm. But because I didn't want them to be promoting anything that they're selling. I told them that they can be muted on their feed from June 1st to June 7th. Like you're going to, your business is going to be fine. Yeah. And share the information on your story so that you can show that you're supporting, like you should show that you support movement and do what you can in your industry. But, um, but yeah, so that was how I, so I don't think it's ignorant or insensitive to post or not post, but I think it's just a decision that they had to make and why they were making it was really the conversation we were having. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. It's, uh, if we're like jumping onto my experience, um, I think it's super important to media scan. If I'm like bringing my PR brain into it, you need to fill out the land of the land. You need to reconsider, you know, um, your scheduled posts right now because think about your market demographic. Like, do you think they really care about the smoothie right now about the shampoo they don't they care about a social movement that is taking place at the moment and i think it's very important to understand that you have to have purpose more now than ever for posting right you can't just post to post because people see through it people will smell out an unauthentic voice from here from here to the moon you know it's it's just very evident when it's not genuine. Um, one thing that I've been talking and recommending to people is to not be scared to make a mistake. And I know this is a bit dicey, but the thing is we have to learn how to put our ego to the side and you have to take a stance, right? Um, there's always going to be that percentage of people that are not going to agree with you um so you have to take the risk if you really feel like it embodies your values as a business um as a business owner then that's okay you have to be willing to take that risk quote unquote if you want to call it that um and with that said i just want to give an example of a business that did do that did make a mistake but they corrected it so gracefully because I think right now um, a lot of people don't know what to do and you have to be willing to make those mistakes and like be open to learning so um, this is not pertaining to the black, black uh, lives matter movement at the time like uh, right now um, but I think it was during black month this year Barnes and Nobles um, tried to do a nice gesture for the black community and they started um, featuring like fairy tales with black people on the covers. Um, so the black community, black Twitter went crazy. <laughs> and they said that, hey, this is kind of not okay. This is almost uh, bordering blackface in a way, right? Um, and we're not okay with it. So what Barnes and Nobles did is they uh, issued a public apology. They retracted all the, the new prints, you know, and what they instead they did, um, they um, made a feature of black authors that um, they want to highlight and showcase during the whole month of February. So I think that's a, a beautiful correction. You know, it's it's very humbling to for a corporation like that to make a mistake and to retract and apologize and correct it the right way. And on that note, though, on that note, um, if there was a, let's say, Mar a Maria working <laughs> for that organization, and if I was in a position in, the, in where I can make a decision or if I, that I can advise a company like that to, hey, like maybe that's not the right thing to do um, and just kind of be like a gatekeeper to the communication that's being put out, this would have never happened. So 
this is a prime example of why it's so important to have diversity on all levels of your uh, corporate roles, you know? Right. This would have never happened if a black person was there. Right. That's kind of my two cents on it. Totally. And I think even now, I think the post, like I said, the, the conversations I'm having with my clients, if, if they had another partner or someone in their business that was diverse, then I wouldn't be the one that was telling them what they should be doing. You know, yeah. like you wouldn't, you would have someone who actually could speak to it. hundred percent. Yeah. Like you said, I think it's very eye opening for how people have structured their businesses and the importance of having everyone's voice at the table. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, you have the token block employee and you think that's all they're valuable for, but it's really not like for myself, I literally shared my uh, LinkedIn description and I'm not one of those people that does it just for show. (laughs) It's actually credible. Um, I have invested money and time like traveling to France and, you know, discovering how people live and how they communicate and how that's going to aid me as a professional on an international level. And that's, I think, is very, very valuable for a corporation. Um, There's many more people like me that do that consciously, um, you know, for a reason, because they understand the value of diversity within uh, a corporate space. Right. Yeah. And so how... um how do you think brands from your perspective should move past this? So let's say we get to Monday, which is the end of the like muted time that people are allowing this to happen because people will be like, I have a business to run. So how do you think people should move forward with posting and with sharing um, and just using social media from both, I mean, both a personal and from a business perspective? Right. Well, I mean, like I would love for this to, continue for the rest of the year but um obviously we live in a society where um things must move forward with the economy and i know there's a lot that's halted right now um so for that in my perspective um i actually posted about this that there need like we need to kind of dismantle this um agency of you know posting just to post we need to really understand who our audience is we need to understand that the black community has a significant impact on profit you know we are buyers we have spending power and we need to be served and acknowledged um within every space um in the fashion industry it's i mean it's tragic what happens there um like actually there's an account that leaked like all of the I wrote it down I I think it's called I don't know I I posted on my story but they leaked everything that's happening within like the black community and how influencer marketing is being approached like some of these brands are literally hiring people who went through surgical transformation to look like a black person and like hiring them instead of us which is completely like i don't even know why you would do that like (laughs) you know it's it's kind of insane it seems like too much trouble to be racist to be honest like (laughs) you're putting too much energy into this um yeah i know someone said what the hell's wrong with people i know yeah it's crazy they're paying influencers who are white more money even though they have less influence or less followers or less engagement than a black person um i mean i can only speak to the industry that i'm in um as an expert i would say right um i think within the influencer world uh, in the marketing world in the fashion world beauty um we need to understand that this is beautiful that this is beautiful and it needs to be acknowledged you know totally um (laughs) so yeah just re like really rethink your audience uh rethink your stakeholders um and give value to the people who are providing you value as well and also those revolve trips that have like three token influencers and they call it diversity 
I said I, I said I was gonna do this live without swearing, so I, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> but it's just not okay, you know. Totally, it's not okay. And I think just from just because these are the conversations that I'm gonna have with my clients. So to bring this to the people who are listening, that today and moving forward, like this weekend, we're really reevaluating what the values of the the brands are as well. Jenna like, said goodbye, Revolve. <laughs> <laughs> we're canceling Revolve right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for brands, especially small businesses, especially ones that are made up of a couple white people that own these businesses, which no, like it is what it is and that's what it is. But I think reevaluating what your values are and how you're going to bring the diversity into the content that you're putting out. So mm -hmm. thinking about the images that you're posting and like you said, your target audience, which obviously is diverse because we live in a diverse city, um, and to put that into the content that you're going to put out and your content calendars you have to create for this month because it's the beginning of the month and and how you can support black lives matter in a way that isn't just for this week but that continues it on um forever hopefully um but then and black lives matter and all the other diverse that also have the same racism struggles like the Native Americans in, in Canada and it's Pride Month this month. So how are we being mm -hmm. inclusive? Just thinking about those values in general, I think that this is what has brought up that that everyone's strategy should be flipped upside down. And I think um, you should take the time to really dive into how you're going to move forward with this forever in your content. There's no reason that this should change, that this just ends on Monday because like you're not muted anymore. Like it should go on forever that your content yeah. is now diverse and speaks to everybody yeah i think it really needs to be like in your company's dna and, and your philosophy that you are pro black pro diversity pro life you know i know that means something different but for this for this uh circumstance you know you value the lives of um your your black so your black customers and um your diverse customers and you need to acknowledge that um, on the topic of insensitivity and tone deafness, I unfollowed Russian Vogue today because they were posting, they were wishing Angelina Jolie a happy birthday. And I went on their account and there was nothing, absolutely nothing about what's happening. And it's just so disappointing for like, for me once I'm like trying to, um, relearn my Russian language and like I speak fluently in it but I'm not that, that great at reading it anymore so I've been using uh, Russian Vogue to kind of reteach it to myself but like right. I said I wasn't gonna swear but like forget them I unfollowed <laughs> them it's completely unnecessary to wish her a happy birthday she's got tons of people to do that for her like who are you what do you stand for and how are you going to serve your readership base right now because uh Portu the portuguese vogue has been speaking up um every other vote i think the portuguese vogue has um they changed their logo to embody um pride and they're also talking about um black lives matter you know and it's just as, as simple as that as simple as extending your um understanding and acknowledging this customer base that you have and, and really that's all there is to it. Right, yeah. totally. I think, yeah, I think the way you said that, that was amazing. And I, I hope that all people listening and business owners, whether you're small or big or where you work in your company will take that back to, to the office and make sure that it does happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so education, awareness over silence. I think we kind of drafted this agenda a little bit before, but I think at this point, everyone should understand that, you know, education and awareness is important. I'm so happy to see I was at, um, uh, what's the, the Canadian chapters? <laughs> it was in chapters. And I noticed that a lot of the books that people are suggesting are completely sold out. And that's so happy. Like that makes me so happy to see. Um, that means that there's a big um, audience that is listening. Uh, people are really reconsidering 
you know what they what they were taught at a high school like ba basic education level because uh, some of these topics are discussed in in university if you choose to take these classes um, but at the at the high school kind of middle school level you don't really dive into um, the depths you know of of the struggles that black people have been going through for years and years and years and it's it makes me really happy that people are taking um, their own initiatives to learn and part of it is because brands and influencers such as yourself and and me and uh, many others are posting these resources um, and I think they should keep posting them to kind of encourage relevance you know of, of the topic totally yeah no I think it's great to see that people are taking the initiative to go outside of social media and to learn um, I've been trying myself like every night I look and I actually go to the post. I'm like, this is really helpful. Yeah. Because, like you can Google it obviously, but I think yeah. having someone already put the guide together that you just see as you're scrolling makes it really easy to go back and be like, Hey, this is what I'm going to watch tonight. Or like, these are the books I'm going to order or like the yeah. people now people are putting out like where you can shop in the businesses that are owned by, by black people or black females even to be more mm -hmm. even specific. Um, I think it's great. And I, I hope, Again, I hope this continues and that people do actually read the full books and, and continue to add those books to their like pile of self-help and whatever other like books that everybody is reading, you know, like I think there's a space for that to continue because there's going to be more books written. It's not like that those 10 books are the only books that you should read. Like, yeah, that's a start. And then to continue your own education down. Yeah. There. And it's, it's important to also, uh, know the history, but it's important to read like the happy novels, you know, right. uh, the novels that celebrate culture. And because I mean, it's right now we're kind of wrapped up in the grieving process for George Floyd. But beyond that, there are some excellent examples of black excellence, and those should be recognized and celebrated too, and, and learned about. And um, yeah, 100%. I I really, really love that. And then I want to point this out because I think Carly said that is for corporations or for influencers or any individuals, you don't have to show up as the whole history book. And that's a quote that I, it really resonated that she said to me. You really don't. Just do your own research and uh, the information that's resonating with you. If you find something interesting, um, blog about it, post about it, you know, inform people, shout it from the rooftop. This is such valuable, good content that people are starving for, you know? Totally. And it starts the conversation because you have the whatever piece of information that you share and then you have that conversation and then it's more information you've learned just from that conversation and it snowballs. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I think sharing whatever it is that you know or what you've learned helps the general rise of information and education for everybody mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right marketing and pr etiquette <laughs> i want to hear uh your experience with i mean if you're willing to share obviously with like um halting sponsor content or that's okay it happened to me too <laughs> halting uh sponsor content <laughs> my phone's gonna die it's one moment. Yeah, sure, sure, <laughs> Let me sure. grab a charger. <laughs> no worries. Um, so yeah, for everybody who's, who's listening, Rachel and I were just wrapping up um, education and awareness and we're saying that, okay, she's back. <laughs> I'm back. Uh, we're basically saying back. that anything that you're interested in, please share. You don't have to show up as the whole history book as famously quoted by Carly your girl Carly. She's a great resource um, if anybody wants to check out her page too. But it's really not about knowing everything. It's about kind of picking what you're interested in and doing more research on it and sharing um, that piece of information with your community. Yeah, sorry to interrupt your... That's okay. PR. That's okay, yeah. So how are... Do you, in your experience, have brands been... Uh, receptive to everything that's going on or are they kind of allowing you like a grace period to post things how are you how is your relationship with the PR and marketing personnel at this time it's so interesting because I think because this is during 
COVID, I already didn't have anything to post. And yeah. so I actually didn't, I don't have any sponsored things currently happening, but from a personal, if it was something for sure, I thought about that. I was like, what if I had to post something this week when I already said that I'm not posting, then yeah, it's, it's not being posted. Like my sponsored beer post is not, not relevant to this conversation, but I don't yeah. have an experience with um, an actual PR company to share that. So um, yeah. I feel like you have an opinion and you've experienced it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's totally fair. And um, I think you're right. It's, it's a interesting time to be talking about this because of the economic hit um, due to COVID. But for myself, I had uh, one sponsor post that I was supposed to um, honor, you know, and, and post this week. And um, at first, I think on the first or the second day of um, George Floyd's death, they said halt, which I really, really appreciate because I was in no, I was in, in not in a mental space and where I could post anything other than what's happening. Um, so I was really grateful for that. And then um, they said, okay, like wait until this date. Um, and then before that date, they said, okay, wait a week. Um, so I guess now it's been rescheduled for next week. So I am completely appreciative of that. And to be quite honest, like sponsor posts right now make me nauseous. I, I don't want to see it. And I, I know I'm not the only person who feels that way. Totally. When I even think that comes down to whether it's an influencer posting a sponsored post or just ads that are running. Like when I like you scroll, even it was really apparent on Tuesday when it was like black, black, black. And then you'd get an ad for something so random. Yeah. And I was like, why is this? Why is this running? I'm like, turn this off. Like, this is not. Appropriate. Yeah. And so I think even even now, like, again, like we said, economic times, like, it's been rough already for businesses, but I think you don't need your ad running right now. And especially because most of the ads aren't diverse. And so I think that that even drives it home even more that it's like, I don't need to see this white family enjoying their new patio furniture set, like <laughs> to buy, like, it's just not, <laughs> this isn't. Yeah, I'm sorry to laugh, but really like, it's so irrelevant. It's so irrelevant right now. Totally. And it's just bringing awareness to your brand and how undiverse it is with these sponsored posts because everyone else is posting information and you're still trying to sell something. And so yeah, I think that's for businesses and influencers that I, I think everyone just needs to take a step back and realize what it, like you said, the intention behind what you're posting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. And then really, um, we have here like reconsider your stakeholder relations with black people like i again understand that they we have um a very strong buying power i i i think it was like i don't want to make up the number i'll post it on my on my story later on i i know where to find the source but i think it's uh going to be um tomorrow or on i think a couple of days from now uh black people are, are not spending a dime on June 7th, I think. June right? 7th, yes. I feel yes. Like we're, we're not buying, or I guess as many of us as we can, like we're not buying to show the purchasing power of Black people. And um, yeah, so just understand that, acknowledge that. Um, and also with the etiquette and hiring models, we really need to acknowledge that there is more than one shade of black. Right. Right. Um, dark skin people, light skin people, mixed people. They're so, we're, we're a beautiful rainbow of, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, we need to be aware that there's more than one kind of token shade that is acceptable or that people are comfortable with. Um, and you really need to understand as a brand that you need to hire more diverse models. Right. It's not like, it's literally not just black and white. There's a yeah. lot, <laughs> there's a range. Yeah, totally. exactly. Exactly. So I don't know, that's kind of the etiquette that I have, like pay your black influencers, pay, pay influencers in general, but 
you know, pay black influencers as much as you pay your white influencers, if they are qualified and if they have the same kind of rankings um, and influence. Totally. Yeah, yeah I agree. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's wrap it up with what influence means to us in, in 2020. Do you want to take that one away? Yeah, I think, um, like we kind of talked about at the beginning, I think this is a restructuring of how we are posting on social media and how we're using social media. And it's a, definitely a reflection of personally and a business, but speaking mm -hmm. for myself, what I value and what I want to be sharing on social media. And mm -hmm. um, as you mentioned, you can see through posts that aren't authentic and genuine. They are just posting mm -hmm. to post um, and then not following through. There's a lot of people which I'm sure we all saw that started posting today, just normal posts that were like, here's my friend's birthday and here's me on my like pool drinking wine. And like it, it went back to normal really quickly, which means that the people that had posted the black square or sharing these resources didn't really think about it and didn't take it into consideration that this should be a new, like a rebrand almost for everybody into how they want to use their platform for social change and to benefit people. And so for me, I think influence is just moving into 2020 is to share your story and your experience um, in the best way that you know how and being as authentic as possible to what you've learned and what you were trying to learn. And I think that's the best that we can do is just speak our truth and come from a place where, yes, there is more to learn and there is always more to learn from people, but to, to say that you're trying and that this is and then don't then don't yeah and this mm -hmm. is who i am and this is what i believe in and and i want to post whether or not some followers like it or not but i think yeah. to to reevaluate your values and and be able to use your platform that you've built for an, a purpose rather than just like sharing your latte or whatever it is you were posting before <laughs> yeah no that's absolutely right and for myself um i mean trash day happened last week and I took a lot of it out, you know, whoever unfollowed me, I'm happy that they did because that's not the audience that I want to speak to anyway. Um, I always welcome differences of opinions because I think that's so important, especially right now. But there is a difference in um, attacking, um, you know, <laughs> trash day. There's a difference in attacking um, or you know having a civil conversation of, a, of different opinions um and being open and understanding to to those opinions and um for myself um i am my niche is predominantly fashion um beauty travel you know kind of lifestyle but more so than that my page has always, always been about like personal development and providing people the tools to do the things that I'm doing. I am a regular person. Like I just work really effing hard <laughs> to, to, to get to the things that I want to achieve in my life, you know? And I always um, share content that um, is educational, that provides some sort of value in a way that it, help um if there's something that like really helped me i want to share it with others because i truly truly believe that there is a space for everyone you know there's so many dollars out there and everyone can get it honestly um i am going to continue that message what that was before you know black lives exploded you know, that was before and I'm going to continue that. And I think since authenticity, like people are starving for it now, that's resonated even more. And I'm going to continue that. Um, and that is what influence means in 2020 to me and beyond is um, taking a stance for your true values and your true belief, <clears throat> beliefs and keep pushing po forward and providing people with the tools and the resources that they need to also live their best life. Um, I, I, again, like I want to share this, like I, I don't op open blogger mail on my platform because, and this is a personal thing. I have no, like no hate for anybody who does it. But I remember like when I was just starting out and I'm seeing like all these crazy packages and I'm like, Oh my God, like, 
how am I ever going to get to that? Like, that's insane. Like, you just see, like, mounts and mounts and mounts of PR packages that people get. And and first of all, it's, like, not sustainable. You, <laughs> you know, there's you're killing a lot of trees for, for all these boxes uh, but on the other hand too is like it, it makes some people feel small and I don't know I it's just like a personal philosophy that like I don't do that um yeah and the content that I'm sharing is always always to never cause envy and to always support because I, I really do tr truly believe that everybody can can live their like wildest dreams you know Totally. I think yeah. that was beautiful the way you said it. And I think that's a good place to, to end this. I think this was a great conversation. I think we could probably keep going and going about it because there's so much to talk about with it. But yeah. um, I appreciate everything that you're putting out on social media. Like I said, it's been super helpful to make me feel comfortable with sharing and supporting in that way. So mm -hmm. um, I definitely appreciate and applaud you for that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And I appreciate and applaud you for sharing everything that you're sharing because um, although Black voices are taking center stage right now, um, I think everyone needs to be part of this conversation because this is not our problem. This is everyone's problem. Totally. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's definitely a world, a world problem that needs to be solved with everybody in it. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. Yes. Bye, babe. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining. Yeah, thank you, everybody.